Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Art Snarzik. Art is an employee selection and management specialist, hiring coach, speaker, and trainer that helps businesses attract hire and manage ideal employees. He is the turnover terminator. <laughs> it's so you, you're so terminator. It's, it's just, I look at you, I'm like terminator. I'm not that intimidating, am I? <laughs> Thank you, Art, for being here. Thanks for having me. So when we, we actually first met, it was, we didn't like meet in person. We met digitally. You were helping me out with getting the word out about some TEDx things. Yeah. And then we met at the actual TEDx event. Yeah. So that was like our first like, oh, hello, you're the person I've been talking to, right? Right. And now we're like Medici members and we hang all the time. Totes. Oh my gosh. But we're like besties on, on the socials <laughs> and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so this, it's fascinating what you do. Um, and I, 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 I still haven't wrapped my brain around all of it. So make, let me know if I've got this right. But basically, you help people to assess their like kind of their personalities and their skill set, and then you say that helps you determine what type of employment skills what they should be doing, and then the place that's looking for these people are like, oh yes, that person fits perfectly with us. Bring them on in. There you go. I think you got it. All right, we're done. But yeah. Thank you. That was awesome for being I, on today. <laughs> thanks for calling me weird and wacky before I left. I appreciate it. <laughs> Come on, you loved it. I did. So- <laughs> So tell us. I mean, there's a lot more to it than just that. Uh, I like the basics, the summary that you gave. All right. Th- that's just what, straight that's, to the point, damn it. That's what I do. It's really it's really about screening people and making sure the business is clear about what they need and who they need. And then to make sure that the candidates that they're interviewing, that they get the right people, that they get the traits that they needed, the skills that they needed, uh, the culture fit. Everybody talks about culture and it's just this mushy, fooey, woo stuff. Um, <laughs> but you can measure it. And really, it comes really? down to... Really? Yeah. How do you measure culture? I do it with a, a, an assessment on values, what people value and care about, and what they're passionate about. So if you love the things that I love about... If you love what I love, then I love you. And that's culture. All right. We've got good culture. I think so. But is that what you did with Medici? Because I remember... So Josh talked about how like the first members, and I was one of those first members, mm-hmm. and we all took an assessment with you, and, and it showed that we were flexible and risk takers. Oh, that's true. That was like our main... So is that like the culture? That's it. Uh, so people uh, for Medici, are they're going to have a hard time with people who say there is a structure and we have to do it this proper way because Medici, what we discovered was that they have... Um, they're open. Their their life is very organic. Right. If it Super happens, organic. it happens, and that's going to freak out those other people. Not that one's right or wrong, but it really helps us just determine who's a good fit for who. I think I said it earlier with you when we were just talking, but I think most people can do most jobs with mm-hmm. the right training. Um, but there's going to be a natural fit for you, and right? Even if you do this accounting job, maybe accounting in this. Uh, and this environment isn't as good as the one next door. So having each business owner kind of understand what their business culture is and then to make sure that they're only bringing in people who match that is it's it's amazing. It makes that so awesome. And then they then these are employees that will be happy and stay. You got it. Yeah. And then you'll want to keep them because they're doing and they are part of who you are. Hopefully. And a lot of companies, I mean, I I you can you can feel it. So as a person 
um, that does social media and I have lots of meetings at different companies and what have you, I can go into some companies and be like, whoa, something's not cool here. Something feels mm -hmm. off. And later it will be proven to me that that, you know, I really felt the right thing. And then other places it's like they're family. They all love each other. They get along great. There's, you know, there's like this happiness about the place. And and to the places that are sick, if you will, do you, do you have to sometimes give them some bad news and go, hey, well, not bad news, but good news. I figured out you're sick. Let's yeah. figure out how to make you better. Um, yes. And I think through the assessment tools that, you know, that I'm involved with and that I use, I, I think it puts it on paper. So I knew we were different, but now I get to see how different I I knew mission art were, were not the same person, but now I know how big is that gap we have to bridge here. So we get to show that on paper and say, listen, this is why uh, Mary and Bill don't get along. But if they understood what, if Mary understood what Bill's value was to right. the organization, then she might give him a little more levity or grace, right? I think that's important. And I think a lot of people do not understand just what somebody is bringing, because some people are quiet. And they're not, you know, all self-promoting, like, I'm doing this, you know, and you have no idea until you actually ask the questions and take the time. So I love to talk about LaShonda at Medici. Okay. LaShonda, who does not tell everybody, she's so not self-promoter, but she can do anything. Like, I have this joke, like, I could go in and go, I need somebody to help with quantum physics. She'd be like, oh, okay. Like, I, I do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but no one, I don't know that everybody understands how amazing that woman is. She she is. Yeah. She's uh, just amazing. And great style, too. Oh, LaShonda. yeah. Looking she's good. Always, <laughs> always dressed nice, <laughs> but really a sharp, sharp person, right? Yeah. She just has amazing amounts of skills, but she doesn't put it out there. Like, you know what I mean? And so, so then we become the promoters, right? Right. So the more the people going, you have no idea that woman can do <laughs> just about anything. I think she's magical and doesn't sleep actually. Maybe, maybe. Or she has like a ton of people that are doing stuff for her because there's no way one person can do everything she does. I, I think there are. I think there are people. Um, there's going to be few like LaShonda for sure. But, right. Um, you know, I think the world needs different people. It was through these assessment tools and why I started my business that I understood that if I show up and I just be me, that sometimes I'm going to come across as dry and a little bit boring and a little little picky and fussy and too analytical. <laughs> so I just need to lighten up. And I realized that I, I need that other piece of my dynamic and was able to build that because I saw it on paper and started understanding how people are going to misread me. So it's, it's true. I think my big thing with doing those assessments told me you need to be a little bit more grounded. And so it's not, I, I actually, maybe not more grounded as much as letting the people around me know. If you start seeing me fly off into the weird Miss Universe and that I need to be ground, just say, Miss, come back down to earth a little bit. Well, let's ground you a little awesome. bit because that's too out there. So feel fine with saying that to me because I need those people to go, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, sit, sit, sit down for a second. You yeah, know? I'll ground you now. I, I didn't like where you were going the first time where you said, I need to be more grounded. Um, I like it better when you accept who you are and you say, I'm Mish and I I've built this business because of who I am, and right. these are all of my assets, and uh, let me warn you about my liabilities, right, 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 right. and give you permission just, to correct me yeah. and help. I mean, it's just good, and it's good for people to understand that they can say something to you, yeah. you know? I had uh, interviewed a woman who was, she did a Mars simulation with NASA, and she was saying that that was a big part of their, their process is letting each other know, being very upfront, like, hey, if I seem 
a little, you know, like I'm not going to be talking and I'm really quiet lately and I may look really sad. This, I just found out that this person in my life died Mm. and I can't, and I'm stuck here. Like I can't, I can't leave. And so I just want you to know that I'm processing that and that you understand where I'm at. And that was a big part of those people all being in that close little place for a year together, which is amazing. What if we could all be that upfront with people? I, you know, I see this when, when I get to do this in teams, uh, sometimes the teams, the managers don't always tell them why they're taking this online personality test. Is, <laughs> and I hate all <laughs> those terms. What do I to do right? this for? <laughs> but when they come in, um, you get to get past the honeymoon quick instead of being there for a year and becoming the family and learning those little intricacies. Uh, I get to sit down with the manager and the new employee and say, here's what you guys are going to argue about. Here's what you guys should never, ever talk about. If you do, you should talk about it like this, right? How interesting. So you really get to learn some, just some quirks and some, you know, intricacies of people quickly and say, let's, let's get this started off right. And how much that helps with relationships. Very much. Oh, I love it. All right. We're going to be right back with Art. Going to take a quick break. Okay, so we're back with Art and we're talking. Okay, so we, we ended with how much this helps relationships within the workplace. Um, how did you get into this? Mm. Um, I was a painting contractor for 10 years and I had uh, the same problems everybody has with people. You hire this person and you think they're going to work and they don't. You hire this other person who can fog a mirror and we just threw them at it and ended up being a great employee. So. We hired coaches, and there was a coach out of Philly who introduced me to this, this science, and I just fell in love with it. I'm as curious as you are about things, and when I when I discovered that you can figure you know certain things out about people, it's just amazing how you can improve your relationships, especially for me as an introvert. Right, gotcha. Oh, how cool! A painting contractor. Yeah. Really? Isn't that nuts? I don't see you. Yeah. I don't see that. I'll show you some pictures. <laughs> But how forward-thinking of you, especially in that business. I mean, so, you know, I think that that's, I know, so one of my clients, they are concrete. They do concrete. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you, they are the coolest group of guys. They have just figured it out. Nice. He doesn't have the turnover. Um, They have fun together. In fact, so much fun that I'm always like, please take video. Please take pictures. You guys are hilarious. This is like social media gold, right? Um, but most of the contractors out there really have a tough time finding and keeping people. Yeah, it's hard. And yeah, especially it's a right tough now. business for that. That's what I heard. Um, there's just shortage and it'll be, at, uh, projections say it'll be at least a decade before it comes back. But there are just no nobody out there who um, is raising their hand to say, I want to be in the trades. So right. painters, electricians, all the people. Uh, I think we've, as a society, we've, told the youngsters to go to college, get real jobs, you know, and uh, go program for Google. Right, right. right. Uh, But somebody's got to plunge the toilet for the computer programmer at Google, and soon they're going to, those people are getting signing bonuses now. I mean, it's just, it's. Wow. Well, and you also have to consider what types of jobs 
are, is AI going to take over? Right. And what types of jobs are is it not going to take over? You know, and so because that's like that was a big thing at one of the TED conferences talking about, you know, what is this all going to look like? And people assume that blue collar jobs will be taken over by AI, but in all reality, many white collar jobs many. will be taken over by AI because if you can have a an AI lawyer as an example, mm-hmm. that can comb through how many thousands of cases to figure out the best argument for you. Oh, for sure. Right? So, you know, maybe if you're a lawyer, you need to become the lawyer facilitator that just <laughs> programs <laughs> the AI. That's yeah. do that. But, you know, it's it's interesting to me is is looking at what is not going to be taken over by AI. And what's not, I think, is going to be the skilled trades. Yeah, I right? mean... I don't know that it, it seems pretty difficult to make a robot that's going to build a skyscraper. It, somebody's got to get up there and swing a hammer, right? Yeah, right. There's talk, because I'm a painter, uh, a, a recovering painting contractor, <laughs> I have a lot of painting contractor friends and uh, a good network of those folks, but there's always talk about when are the drones going to be able to paint our house, which Ooh. would be really cool. But, you know, if somebody figures that out, I mean, that'll be amazing. But there's just... You know, how much do you scrape? And I think that takes a skilled craftsman. Right. And we just haven't been good at uh, showing the benefits of of those kinds of jobs where you get to work in different places instead of that cubicle. And you get to work with your hands and be proud of what you walk away from. And uh, you don't have to go to college and get $60,000, $100,000 in debt. You get exactly. trained on the job while you're getting paid. And it's a, it's a real shame what we've done. And we're going to, you're going to end up paying the plumber to come plunge your toilet 700 bucks right that's what we've done to ourselves yeah. you know yeah well youtube videos might help some of us <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> <laughs> that's how i learned that's oh what the heck are youtube oh okay good okay that's what i do awesome okay. you know <laughs> Don't watch, don't watch the one with the guy using his hand to plunge. Ooh, <laughs> no, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, that don't. sounds bad. Don't. That sounds like, All your dude. listeners are Googling right now. <laughs> There's a guy that does that. <laughs> Yuck. All right, so what else should we know? I mean, what else should we know about who we're hiring, how to be hired? You know, I mean. Um, I think the, the most important thing to know is that you're not hiring workers. You're hiring people. I like it. That's you know? exactly true. It is. Yes, it really is. Because skill is one thing, but fitting in is another. Yeah. I like to talk about the do and the who of hiring. And there's the doing. Um, can you do the work? Can you do the social media management? Do you know what to type out? Do you know which images? And then there's the who you are. Uh, you know, do I like you? Do I like your energy? Are you a good fit here? And we always hire based on the do and then fire based on the who. So if we can kind of spin that on its head. Oh, yeah. And hire for the who. Because if you get the right who, the right person, you'll spend all the time you need with them to train them. Right. I like you so much. Yeah, we can teach you how to do As long as mm-hmm. there are people that are open to being taught and what have you, yeah. And your kind of people, right? Yeah, my kind of people. <laughs> for, each, for each business, we all have our kind of people. Right. And it's not... I don't like a big generic uh, industry thing that says everyone who changes oil, you know, they fit this kind of profile. I don't know. Jiffy Lube has different culture than Valvoline, right? It is so true. You know, because I've got clients like, you know, you can have the same industry. You can have three or four different clients. And people are like, how can you post for them? Because don't you just, isn't it the same stuff? I'm like, no, Mm -mm. because 
even though they're in the same industry, they are very different in how they do business and what their culture is like and the things that are important to them. So it really is business by business. That's why what we do is so boutique-y, yeah. you know, because each individual business, we want to show off who they are and their personality. And it's all so different. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, do you know Craig Severinsen by I chance? I do. And you smile, so you like him? I love Craig, yeah, I'm part of his 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 new uh, group. Are you? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. great guy. Uh, he and I have been working together for about two years now, and it was really through his encouragement. He said, "Do you think we can use these assessments to help people market their business better?" And yes, we can. So he's put together. I'm just kind of the the wingman. That's cool. To discover who your ideal clients are, what do, do they want to hear based on who you are and who you like working with, right? Right. Well, and also, I mean, okay, this is cool. Well, we got to talk more about this. I, I want to know might. more. <laughs> but, you know, people also sometimes think this is my client. And I, I always find it interesting when you find a new client for them or you're like, well, have you ever thought of, of marketing too? Because you... No, but that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. So can you help them to decide, is that a, like, should I should I also consider this client? Like, can you help them? Absolutely. Or to say, make sure that you have those conversations that you were talking about, those, um, those conversations where you uh, make it okay to say, we disagree here. Right. It's really about being aware of who you are and aware of who you're talking to so that you can bridge the gap. And that's... So do you interview their clients? Like, do you do a personality profile of their clients? Um, I haven't yet, but what what we do is we, um, we'll we do an assessment on the business owner, maybe some top managers. Oh, okay, gotcha. And find gotcha. out what the culture is there so that... And we know that if you love what I love, then I love you, right? Right. If you don't love what I love, then I think you're a weirdo and I roll my eyes. <laughs> so when what? we discover what those... Yeah, why don't you? He's rolling his eyes at me. <laughs> So what we do is we say, if these are the things you love, well, then why don't we speak in that language to attract more people like that? Right. I love it. Awesome stuff, Art. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with question time. Okay, so my first question for you is, do you cook? And what do you cook if you cook? Um, I don't cook often. So if you don't cook, do you know a recipe? Because everybody has to know how yes, to make one thing, yeah. I right? Love, I love making, um, I like savory foods, but uh, my mom's recipe of broccoli casserole with rice and broccoli and cheese and stuff like that is Yum, good. Yum, that sounds like yeah. comforty. Yeah. Is it easy to make? It is. Do you have to put soup in it? Yeah. What kind of soup do you put in it? Cream of mushroom soup. Because <laughs> aren't those like, the casseroles <laughs> yeah. always have a can of they soup, do. right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't Frick know why. It's all its flavor, like, I think. I totally see like the Campbell's soup people sitting around and going, look, we got to put, start, they can't just eat soup. We got to put this in recipes. I think, I think they have recipes on the back of the can. Well, there you go. They're I don't, smart. can you tell I cook? I don't cook. No. I, no. <laughs> I don't. I, like if you said what's your specialty, I I well I do make good French onion soup. Nice. I do that, but most of the time I make nachos. <laughs> what's for the nachos? Well, there's a good ratio of <laughs> chip to meat and cheese, but right? You can put lots of veggies and meat. Yeah. It's got all the four food groups in there, really. You can make it if you fun think about and colorful. it. <laughs> all right. Um, is there a personality type that best complements you? Yes. 
Yeah. What is that? It's um, it's in the values. It's in what you love, right? It's in what you care about, and it's people who are curious, interested, people who love learning and love teaching others. Well, that's why we get along. That's right. Ah, gotcha. That's exactly Very right. Cool. Yeah. So if you love, as a matter of fact, uh, my clients, if you know, if, and I usually assess my clients, which is a nice benefit to my business because I want to know who I'm working with and I need to match people right. with them. Um, but the ones that are not interested in learning and they look at me as a tool, go hire me some people. Yeah. I need some people. And you're like, it's a little bit more than that. I like it when they learn. Yeah. Nobody ever comes to me and says, Hey, I need to be a better manager. They always say I need better people, but through the process, they usually become a better manager if they're good learners. Now that is interesting. That is interesting because, and so do you find, like, you probably see a lot of aha moments with people. I love it, yes. Better than a check, right? (laughs) I mean, seriously, that's cool. Yeah. Right? Because they go, oh, gosh, I never thought of it, but I am that way. Mm -hmm. I I had a, I probably have talked about it before, but I had a moment where I had a client that I was like, we, like, we are out of alignment with each other and we need to part ways is basically what I was saying. And, um, and he, and he was like, no, what, but why? And I was like, think of the way you talk to me. Like, I feel like you're always mad at me. You don't value what we do. Mm. And, you know, and I just like explained it to him and at the, and he was like, oh no, 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 no. Oh no, 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 no. That's not it at all. And he explained that what he was actually thinking was that he was so frustrated that he couldn't, wrap his brain around social media. Mm. And that frustration was with himself, but he got how he was coming off to me and he goes, from here on out, that will never be that way again. And thank you for bringing it up to me. Isn't that cool? And then we were, he remained my client up until he retired. But yeah, it was, I was so, I was so happy that I, said it to him yeah, because it totally changed our relationship here. All the whole time I thought he was just mad at me. And because you're a curious person, you love it when people have those ahas, right? Oh yeah. I loved it. And it, it, it just, it was such a good thing to do. Yeah. I mean, not easy, a very difficult conversation to have, but I have found those difficult conversations are really good for you. Aren't they? <laughs> they they you, can change things for the better. You just need to know how to do it and how different people are going to react to it. So yeah, that's, that's what I love. Yeah. How do I how do I get this to work with people? And don't get me wrong, I, I know the limitations. I don't think there's I can measure everything there is to know about a person. Right, right. Right. But if you know, these these tools have given me a nice lens to understand people better through and how to deal with them better and to teach others to to appreciate other people even though they annoy you in this way. Here's here's the reasons why you should like them or what they mean by that. That's cool. I mean, because, yeah, there's some people like, oh, my gosh, I'm just going to hit them upside the head. But then you find out, well, here's their basic value you're not seeing because you're too busy being annoyed. Right. Then it just brings a whole other dimension to the relationship. Or you think that they're frustrated with your work, but they were frustrated with themselves. Well, exactly. Right. right? And so that was just like such a huge eye opener to Mm. me. I was like, oh, this time I thought that this guy thought this girl is a bozo. And, And he said, he said, Actually, most of the time I'm thinking, I am so thankful Mish is doing this for me and she's got my back because I can't wrap my brain around. I don't understand why I can't understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, really I know this is your show, Mish, but you, you do this thing with social media, but you're a coach, aren't you? You have to teach people about well, this, Well, yeah, right? that's part of, that is the first step mm-hmm. because many times people think it's magical. Like, oh, Mish is going to get me on social media and the world will be showing up on my, and I will just, everything will transform in my business. Well, sometimes social media shows you what's wrong with your business. 
Sure. You know what I mean? Um, there's some tough conversations that have to happen. And there's also, you know, I've gotten better over the years of explaining to potential clients, can I talk about a few boundaries? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you know, or can I... We, I also would like to talk to you about what I see as, as some potential issues that we're going to have, you know, because um, some people, I mean, you can just like tell the control freaks and control freaks aren't going to work because the, uh, some of this is going to be out of your control. We're posting for you. If you're going to look at every single post and say, oh, I don't like this word used. I mean, that's fine in the beginning, but if we're a year down the road and you're still, mm -hmm. then you should just be doing this on your own. You're spending just as much time looking at it as we're, you should do it. Yeah, and for everybody listening, there's there's some mastery in there that I think is just natural for Mitch. But she said she she handles those confrontations or those conflicts with with questions. Is it okay if we talk about the boundaries? And isn't that a nice way to kind of soften that? Well, yeah. If I just came in with, look, buddy, here's, here's I can tell there's going to the be some problems yeah. here. <laughs> I don't know that they would like me, but it, it's it's good. It, then it creates a really good relationship and an open relationship. Yeah. You and, know. And it gives them a choice to participate or say, no, I don't want to talk about boundaries right now or whatever that looks right, like. Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, so yeah, difficult conversations, guys, have them. Okay. Oh my gosh. I don't even know what to ask you next. I, I want, what do I want to ask you next? Um, let's talk movies. movies. Is there a movie that you just like think is hilarious? Hilarious. Or Anch that just brings delight to you. Oh, yeah. Anchorman is, is <laughs> wonderful. You know, I don't know how to put this, Mish, but I'm kind of a big deal. Yes. My, I, my daughter started saying <laughs> that. But you so are that. to me. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's a hilarious line. Oh, I like those I like those slappy movies, um, uh, like Spinal Tap. Oh, my gosh. That movie is hilarious. hilarious. I haven't seen that in a long time. Hmm. I, and the... The movies that were done by this whole group of people, like Best in Show and A Mighty Wind, and yes. fantastic. Does, I love Parker those. Posey cracks me up. Is she a genius She's or what? Hilarious. So I just watched a movie she was in called The Architect. Hmm. Haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I came upon it. I I came upon it, and and Eric McCormick is in it. The guy that was Will and Grace, Will from Will and Grace, and um, it's it's I mean it's hilarious. If you've ever built a home or been a homeowner. <laughs> You should just watch it. It's, but it's hilarious. I think she's a genius. Yeah, I do too. I think she's one of those people that, unless you're a Parker Posey fan, what was the other one? She's been in some great ones. What was the one where she was, it was actually kind of disturbing, this movie, but it was also hilarious, where she wanted to play Jackie O all the time, and there's some yucky parts of it, but mm, it's a good movie. I don't remember it. I'll have to remember. I'll go to you yes. later. All right, so leave us with some, some parting words on... Matchmaking. <laughs> matchmaking matchmaking company plus the the person that you went to hire understand who you are i think the the best way to understand other people's is first self-discovery i once like you, it once you understand who you are um and there, there are many assessment tools go go take one they can help uh whatever your choice is but i i found that the magic in the assessment tools is talking with somebody who gets it who's assessed a number of people and where do they find you uh, you can find me on interviewadvisors.com, I-N-N-E-R, viewadvisors.com. Interview Advisors. I love it. Yeah. It's Thanks, Dollface. Thank I'm you. I'm so glad you came on today. I'm a Dollface today. A doll that's amazing. Face. Yes. Well, that's what happens when you show up on this podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Mish. You're always so fun. Thank you, Art. And for everyone out there, you have been listening to Mishmash Podcast. Please subscribe to us on iTunes. Have a wonderful day.